On today's show, we're getting into the Hall of Fame. A comment was made. A player compared to Luka Doncic said that this player would be Luka Doncic if they played on any other team. That's Tony Kukoc. That's a bold statement, but um, I'm actually here to entertain it. We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Maps. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. had gone almost any team other than the Bulls. He'd be what Luka Doncic is now. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead, media member and coordinator for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. The Hall of Fame homie, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Well... Big weekend for the NBA as far as the NBA family. Not not a big weekend if you know you're just here for rumors and uh, the fun transaction stuff. The what? Wait, do we have a? Rumor has it. Oh, we don't have any rumors right now. It's, we're still on Dragic watch. We're still on Ben Simmons Ugh. watch. We're still on everything, basically until the season starts. But big weekend for the NBA. It's Hall of Fame weekend. It's always fun. It's always cool to see who gets that prestigious honor. I guess it's still prestigious. I mean, the NBA kind of just lets anybody uh, in the world in. But you know what? It's all cool and all. But when you saw the class, what did you think of when you first saw the names? Yeah, so the, the NBA class, I thought, first, for your instant reaction is, oh, they shouldn't make it, right? Like, your initial reaction is that somebody, somebody's name, you're like, oh, there's no way that that person should make it. Oh, if they're making it. But this one, this one was pretty solid, except for one name that we'll get into for sure. Uh, and there may be some other reasons why he made the Hall of Fame, just from the player standpoint. But this week, start your week with the latest NBA news and game recaps on Locked On NBA. Josh Lloyd, the, the fantasy goat, host of the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. He takes you around the NBA's major headlines with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast today, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. All right, Isaac Harris. So you mentioned the Hall of Fame class, and I want to just go through. This is the Hall of Fame class that was inducted. Uh, because sometimes you're like, oh, the Hall of Fame, and they're like, who is actually in it? <laughs> Chris Bosh. From the, let's just do the players quick. Chris Bosh, Tony Kukoc, what we mentioned before, Paul Pierce, Ben Wallace, Chris Weber, and there's a bunch of names of, of people that uh, contributed in other ways. The ones that you guys will recognize are uh, Bill Russell as a coach, uh, and he was already obviously in as, in as a player, but Bill Russell got put in as a coach. Rick Adelman. And then Jay Wright, we've mentioned a lot. We thought maybe he down the line could be a potential Mavericks coach because of the connections there. But Jay Wright was also put in. Uh, and then some other contributors, Lauren Jackson and the WNBA and a bunch of others. Yeah, because, you know, coaches can obviously get in whenever, you know, they don't have to have the player rule to where you have to set out five years and then, you know, then you can be elected in. There's been a lot of players, a lot of media people. You know, Mark Stein uh, got elected in, what, a year or so ago, a couple years ago. I will say this on a personal note. I love Hall of Fames. I've been to both the NBA, I say both, all three, NBA, NFL, and MLB. So uh, the NFL one's in Canton. The uh, MLB one's in Cooperstown and obviously uh, Springfield, Massachusetts for uh, the NBA. And obviously the NBA one 
holds a special place in my heart. Now, I, I went like years ago. They've done so many renovations and new stuff since then. But if you are an NBA like nerd, you have to go at least once. It's I would almost say like take two days out because like Ooh, go spend a, spend a lot of time. If you really want to go soak it in and read everything, go through all the cool exhibits and like they have a bunch of interactive stuff, but I don't follow baseball as much as I, I used to, but Cooperstown was uh like felt more historic. And uh yeah, but man, you gotta go to Springfield, especially well, we'll talk more about later on. You'll have a good reason to go uh, in a couple years. Yeah, I've only been to the NFL one. That's the only one that I've been to because it's in Ohio. Uh and that one was great. The, you walk into the room with the the busts and it's yeah, an incredible. Like you're just staring That's at a really bunch cool. of stone people. You're like waiting <laughs> for them to come to life. Uh, but yeah, so the, the the five players that made it, uh, Tony Kukoc we'll talk about in a minute, but Bosch, Pierce, Wallace, Weber, any of those guys you have any any problem with getting in? Or which one stood out to you the most? Well, Ben Wallace kind of surprised me. I'm, I love that he made it. Okay, let me just say that. I love mm. that he made it. He's w- one of my personal like favorite players. Like if I had to do a personal top 20 that I enjoy like the uniqueness of their game, he's he's probably like in my lifetime that I've seen play. He's I think he's in the top 20 just because an undersized center who couldn't shoot threes and it's like you kind of don't see him much anymore in today's game. Not, not just couldn't shoot threes. Like let's let's go a little <laughs> bit like could not shoot at all. Like could yeah. not make a bucket. My guy averaged 5.7 points for his career, right? Like the most points he ever scored in a single season, like on average was 9.7. That's it. Like I couldn't score. He just could yeah. not score at all and made the hall of fame and made a bunch of, obviously, you know, a couple of all-stars. He obviously was defensive player of the year, four times, like four just, times. Yeah. Just all that stuff that you mentioned, like we're talking about a player that was just adverse to offense basically, but, but made an impact. But that Pistons team, when you look at finals and championship teams over the past, I mean, gosh, I don't I mean how long. Let's just go the past 30 years. You look at these unique teams that stick out. One, if you just take out the Bulls, you take out the Spurs, you take out the Lakers, uh, and then let's just say you take out the Warriors, there's only a select few teams in there that are left, right? And you have these kind of one-off teams that have won these titles. We know this as Mavericks fans. We hold that 2011 title so, like, so true to us. And I think back to that Pistons team too. Now, the this that Mavericks team in 2011, we always had Dirk. You know, we had the surefire number one alpha Batman top, you know, 15 player of all time. The Pistons didn't have that. And it's like, is that the last team that we're going to see like to win a title to win? They like, and it's, it's not a disrespect to Chauncey and Rip Hamilton and Tayshawn and Rashid and, you know, Ben Wallace and those guys, but they didn't have a, you know, a top 10 player on that team. Like at the time, it's like, are we ever going to see another team like the Pistons win a title? And for me, I hated the Lakers so much. So I was rooting for the Pistons so much back then. And I loved seeing, and one of the reasons why I love Ben Wallace is to see how Ben Wallace defended Shaq. And when, when Ben Wallace blocked a Shaq dunk, it was one of the coolest like feats seen of like an NBA player. That 2014 Spurs team, I think was the closest because they had Tim Duncan, they had Ginobili, they had Parker. Those guys are like, you're surefire Hall of Famers, but like they weren't all at that level. They weren't like top ten players like you're like you're talking about yeah. in in the NBA at the time. 
they're they're obviously going to be Hall of Famers, and Manny Ginobili's going to be up next year. And they, they, by the way, we should we should talk about the players that are going to be announced next year uh, for Hall of Fame as well. They just talked about those, but yeah, that team got the closest to me. But yeah, Ben Wallace making it in. I went and looked it up real quick. There's one. There's a couple of players that have have gotten into the Hall of Fame, averaging less than uh, less than like eight points a game in their career. Ben Wallace is the lowest by far, obviously five point seven. Dennis yeah. Rodman seven point three. Casey Jones seven point four, and uh, a couple of, of older players as well. But yeah, like, <laughs> can can I give you can I give you a semi hottish take? If there was a player who shouldn't have been <clears throat> who shouldn't have been in the Hall of Fame, if you had to pick one out of this group, it's not Ben Wallace, it's not Tony, Tony Kukoc, it's Chris Webber. Oh, Chris Webber's an interesting one. He's polarizing as as a candidate like this because he let's see, let's go through his career: five time All Star, five time All NBA. He was All Rookie, Rookie of the Year, uh, and it stops it, there. Yeah, right. Like his playoff playoff performance. I mean, he won. He, won at, he got to the national title game in college like twice, but he didn't win it. Yeah, but but if you just, I mean, on, honestly, Wait, if you hold just, on. Time out. Time out. Oh, did we have any time out? I didn't, it wasn't at break. <laughs> if yet, we so. just go off of his impact from college, just the way that that team impacted basketball and all that, I think that that he should honestly just make it based off of Michigan alone. Mm. All right. Where's Jalen Rose's jacket, guys? <laughs> the NBA stuff was just like, like extra, like put him over the top. And for I some know. people, some people that qualified him, but the I'm not, Michigan stuff yeah. was huge. Also, can, do you just put him on based on merits as a player, or do you also consider impact? Because we're about to talk about a player that made an impact, but may not have been the, the best player at the time. You know, like, for Chris Webber, his averages is one that like is the ones that helped him most, like averaging 20 and nine, like that. I mean, that's, that's good. Like, and he was at his like peak. Chris Weber yeah. was a good player. That yeah. Sacramento team was fun for his career. 20 points, 10 rebounds, four assists like that. I mean, for his career, right? A pretty yeah. long career. He played from age 20 to age 34. I mean, that's, that's I'm just really saying if I had to pick one, I feel like Ben Wallace got a lot of like, oh my gosh, why is he in? Tony Kukoc was a dialogue over the past few days yeah. of a little bit on NBA Twitter. It's like if I had to pick one, I'd pick both of those guys over Chris Webber. And so, but that that's just me. I mean, I'm sure there'll be a Chris Webber stand. Let us know in the comments what you think about it. But coming up, we're going to get into a conversation that I think will interest a lot of Mavs fans because Tony Kukoc was, was inducted into the Hall of Fame. We've been talking about it, going about going on about it. But Sam Smith, a uh, long time, long time, probably the greatest, like, you know, Bulls beat reporter maybe ever, and maybe Jordan Rules ever. Jordan, Jordan Rules wrote that book and all that. Had a comment about Luka Doncic, comparing Tony Kukoc to Luka Doncic. We'll get into that. We'll share the clip coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Sweat Block. Sweat Block is something that you need, something that I need. I went to, uh, I was in Deep Ellum at the Arts Festival over the weekend, and I was walking around, and it was it was dark. There was, there was no sun out and anything, and I'm still just sweating through my shirt. I needed to take sweat block. I even told my wife, I think I would have been fine if I just would have used sweat block this week, and I didn't. So go use them. They're, go get them. They are uh, available at Amazon. They're available at CVS, but you can get them at sweatblock.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off. They're just these, towel, t- these towelettes. You wipe them under your underarms the night before, and they'll give you a dry shirt guarantee for seven days. You don't sweat through your clothes. It's your secret. It's your secret to wearing what you want again. Go check it out. Sweatblock.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off. 
Also, want to tell you about DirecTV. I had this problem today. You're, it's When NFL comes back, you're like trying to figure out where all your stuff is, trying to figure out where, you know, I'm going to watch my Bengals on this thing. I'm going to watch Red Zone on this. You can combine all the stuff that you want. You can combine your sports highlights. You can combine your favorite shows, all that kind of stuff, your live games on Direct TV Stream. It brings all your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. Get rid of the clutter and the confusion. Get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into some more conversation. So we've been putting off Tony Kukoc because we wanted to have a little longer conversation. He was the player that I first initially went, oh, come on. There's there's no way that Tony Kukoc should make the All-NBA or should make uh, the Hall of Fame. Like there's just, just as a player, like as an NBA player, that's the, and that's my only reference for him because I didn't know him before that. Uh, yes, he, he three-time champion with the Bulls. Like I understand that. He was sixth man of the year one year. He made the all-rookie team, I guess. But like he didn't, he didn't like just for the Bulls, at, career averages of 14 points, five boards, like four assists. Like that's Three-time that, Euro League MVP though. I'm, but I'm saying I'm getting there. Just okay. just the seven years for the Bulls. So I'm looking at him as an as just an NBA player, saying there's no way this guy should make it. But his contributions on the European side, you know, obviously is what put him in. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when the Bulls, you know, got him, they, you know, he wasn't a you know top five pick or anything like that. It was this young kid. You know, he played what split uh, split Croatia. Um, I think he played for Yugoslavian. Um, national team played team USA at such a young age. And, you know, that's, you know, first started hearing his name, at least I did uh, around that time. And then bam, he comes into the, I mean, you watch how he was talked about, um, you know, in, in the Jordan doc over the summer, you know, he was talked, you know, the, the players talking about him, you've seen all the stuff that, you know, the Chicago bulls have put out over the past week of past players that have talked about how good he really was. And it's like, you have this, this young, I don't want to say prodigy, but you have this young European star who won three MVPs in the EuroLeague who comes over and it's like, you're joining the Chicago Bulls. Like you're, jo- you're going to be on the team with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and these guys. And now you're going to like, you know, come off the bench. And ro- so the question does come up. I'm like, this is the question you have to think about whenever you look at how good Tony Kukoc was or how could could he have been if he didn't have those guys? Is if he had his own team, what like what would he look like? And that was so cool seeing what Sam Smith had to say about that today. And here, let's hear from Sam Smith and what he had to say comparing Tony Kukoc to our very own Luka Doncic. When the Bulls went and, and, and drafted Tony Kukoc with a second round pick, it should have been viewed as this incredible coup. You know, here here was this one of the great players in the in the history of certainly European basketball. You look at the NBA now, who's the, who's the champion? Guy from Greece. Who's the MVP? Guy from Eastern Europe. Who's the best player to watch? Luka Doncic, another you know, European player. Basically, the NBA is dominated now for the most part by European players. If, if Tony had gone almost any team other than the Bulls, he would have been one of the great players. And he'd be what Luka Doncic is now. He'd have been essentially on virtually an NBA candidate. 
Interesting. He, Tony Kukoc would have been what Luka Doncic is now. Now he gave he gave us the Doncic, which I always appreciate. Yeah. Every, every once in a while, just give me a, just give me a Luka Doncic. <laughs> but what did you think Reggie about Miller Sam Smith's special? About Sam Smith's comment here. You know, I I think initially when you compare anyone to Luka, you're like, okay, come on, like I don't know about that. What? But one. Sam Smith has been around for a long time. He's seen a lot of good players. And I actually don't think it's that crazy. I, I don't know Ooh. if he would be at Luca's level. I don't think he would be like Luca level. But I think we could be talking about Tony Kukoc in a whole different stratosphere than a you know, six man coming off the bench for a Bulls, like an, an extra to Michael Jordan's 90 run. I, I don't think that that's what Tony Kukoc would be if he had his own team. Like, you go back and look at early Tony Kukoc. You look at European days. You look at European MVP days. I mean, he's 6'10", could handle the ball, could play make. Like, there was a couple years in Chicago. He averaged like 38, 40, 40% from three. You know, like, the dude could, could shoot the ball, too. And it's like, what could he – I mean, you see all the highlights of him, you know, weaving in and out of defenders, doing the lefty layups and stuff. Like, the dude had size. And you're like, what – now – if he went to a different team, what is the likelihood that they put the ball in his hands and run the offense through him? <laughs> I don't know about that. But, like, I think it's it, – think about Tony Kukoc. If he came into the league today at 6'10 and could handle the ball, and they – like, that's where my mind is like, man, what would he be? Because he would be really, really good. Yeah, that that's the thing. And it's – especially if he came into today's NBA, like you said – uh, he would his, his skills would have been used a lot more f- effectively and efficiently, uh, and we have to point out. I mean, he was playing with freaking Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. Those are yeah. the two guys, especially in an era where uh, it was get your own. It was kind of get your own shot, and those two guys were gonna get their own shot. And it wasn't this, you know, get your own shot, but then the the offensive initiator creator also you know, distributes and is like. 30 points, 10 assists. Like that just doesn't, that just didn't happen back then. Right. Like you just didn't share the ball like that. You just didn't pass around like that. And we've seen in the Jordan documentary and all kinds of stuff, the way that they treated Tony Kukoc when he came into the NBA, right. It wasn't just this, let's bring him in and try and get this guy going and let's try and get him, you know, the ball a lot, right. He had to earn pretty much everything he got with that bulls team. So yeah, it's, it's really interesting to look back uh, you, you take the inverse. If if Luca was playing in that in in that era, would he be Tony Kukoc? <laughs> no, I mean you, you'd think it's just such a hard thing, you know, to think about like what team would he have went through? What you know, what would they have tried to do with Luca back if then? If Luca had gotten drafted by the like Golden State Warriors, right when they when I mean they had Durant, Curry, Clay, right? What would Luca have been like? Would he be more? He would be more like a Tony Kukoc, I think, right? Yeah, I mean and. No, see, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not falling for that. I think no, but I'm like initially, it, like it's hard to even like, like think about that because Luca was so good. Like when he came into his job, like he would never go. Like Tony was a second round pick because there was so much. Like it's so much different now. Like even when Sam Smith goes into that that whole thing of like, look at the MVP of the league right now is Jokic. Yeah, yeah. The you know the MVP of the finals was Giannis. Luka's the most exciting player in the league. Like Europeans and international players are looked at so much different now 
compared to back then. I mean, you look at a guy like Arvita Sabonis who came into the league in his 30s. It's like he was so dang good and probably still the best passer outside of Jokic, him and Jokic, at the big man spot we've ever seen. It's like what would he look like if he came in at a, at a young age? Look at when Dirk came in at such a young age and he was so raw. It's like Europeans were just looked at so much different back then. So I think that's the – it's not really a talent thing. It's like how would they – how would they view Luca if he came into the league in the nineties? Like, would he get the respect that he did coming into the league now? Dirk did a Dirk did a lot of legwork for a lot of these players, right? That's one of the things I thought of immediately when I when I heard that comment from Sam Smith. I was like, oh man, like think about where we are now and where they were back when when Tony Kukoc and it was you know Jordan. Like Dirk did a lot of work to to gain respect as you know to, for european players to gain respect and a lot of other yeah. players have as well but i think dirk did a lot now there's that recent comment about you know michael jordan saying who could have played in your era and it was like and he said this in like 2013 he's like dirk and like a couple other players that were kind of obvious and you're like oh dang like he he really did a lot to gain respect f- from a lot of players american players and now it's paying off for all these other guys that get, that get chances basically right yeah yeah and i thought it was super cool you know, over the weekend, you know, Jordan like presented Kukoc. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really cool uh, of MJ to do that. And I looked up, uh, have you have you glanced at Tony Kukoc's nicknames on Basketball Reference? <laughs> There's a lot of because them. Yeah. I didn't know I didn't know hardly any of these. Wait, coming I, up, <laughs> <laughs> coming up next, we're going to tell you why the Pink Panther is listed no, as a, as a nickname why? for Tony Kukoc. <laughs> How could you not stick around after that tease? But let's talk about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's impossible for your you know, roadside car place that just has stocked parts. How could they have every single thing that you need? Rock Auto has that for you. They can deliver it straight to your door. Why would you want to spend 30, 50, 100% more for the same parts as your chain or you know, even your dealership? Why would you want to spend, part, spend, spend that much more at price um, parts there? Why would you want to? Why would you want to do that? Uh, RockAuto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for 20 years. Go check out RockAuto.com. Use their promo code LockedOn to tell us that you heard Rock Auto on the Locked On Mavericks podcast. Again, go to RockAuto.com. Write Locked On in their "How did you hear about us?" box. They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliable low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. All right, Isaac Harris. So we were talking about Tony Kukoc, and you mentioned his nicknames on Basketball Reference. We'll get into some more stuff about him and about the comparison with Luca, and then we'll talk about Dirk's potential, you know, Hall of Fame candidacy coming up too. According to Basketball Reference, nicknames for Tony Kukoc is the Croatian Sensation. I like that one. The Waiter. No, that's like that's like when Durant came in and wanted to be the servant. Like, <laughs> like no, I'm out. A little, uh, little Luca territory here. Euro Magic. No, no, I'm not for that one. The Pink Panther. I, I have no idea why, but I'm in. Spider of Split. <laughs> what does that even mean? Splits the defense. I guess splits the defense. I guess so. And then K K U K I. I just did both because I don't know what that means. Here's a good one. Alien. Alien? <laughs> Just alien. Yeah. No, nah, I'm out. And then the last one is Special K. <laughs> I guess so. I guess I'm in on that one. What What a list. What a great list. What a wild list. 
Coming up in two years, though. Are you going to be there? Should we do Lockdown Mavs for Springfield? Oh, man, we should. I, I've legitimately, like, already put into motion to go. So <laughs> <laughs> I've been we wanting should. to go back. I know some people who live up there, and I, I thought about going last year, and then I was like, well, dang, if I don't really – especially with uh with little ones now going on vacation and stuff. I don't know if my wife and family would want to go to Springfield, Massachusetts. Um <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I might as well just wait for Dirk at this point and go up for that. So I mean, <laughs> I, I plan on going, but I I think so that class. So next year, do you have the list in front of you of who's going to be next year? So I next do, year it's like yeah. Manu Ginobili. So here's the here's the players that are Basketball Hall of Fame eligible in 2022. Joe Johnson. This is the year before Dirk and Wade. So we get one more year next year than Dirk and Wade. But who's next year? Joe Johnson. Mano Ginobili. Does big three stats help Joe Johnson? David West. <laughs> Zach David Red. West. Actually, it's Naismith. It's Basketball Hall of Fame. So I think it does. So, okay. Dude, Th- dude. That's the thing with Tony Kukoc. And people were bringing it. Like, this is the, in the big Basketball <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yeah, this yeah. is not the NBA Hall of Fame. You have to remember that whenever you look into why players make it. Okay, so Joe Johnson, Manu Ginobili, David West, Zach Randolph, Mavs legend, Zach Randolph. Mm. Uh, real Mavs legend, Jason Terry, is eligible. Uh, Richard Jefferson. I, I wouldn't be getting a Hall of Fame tattoo. Richard, Richard Jefferson uh, and Josh Smith and Al Jefferson. They okay. Put, so they Ginobili. put Jason Terry's Hall of Fame probability at 0.5%. <laughs> I repeat, I would not get the champion, Hall of Fame tattoo. Man. Um, some bas- carryover. Basketball references percentage, by the way. Some carryover names is I, I'm really curious to see if Tim Hardaway Sr. gets in next year. Mm. Yeah, he hasn't gotten uh, gotten in yet. There's a couple other, I think uh, Marcus Johnson maybe. Uh, feels like there's another name or two that could possibly get in. But Tim Hardaway Senior is interesting because you know we talk about uh, Chris Webber. Tim Hardaway Senior, five-time All NBA, five-time All Star. That's the same exact as Chris Webber. So like, what's the difference? Oh, did he go to the finals in college basketball though? That's what I'm saying. I think the college basketball stuff <laughs> puts Chris Webber over the top, whereas. Tim Hardaway, it didn't. He didn't have that, and so then. Hey, let's boom. count the banners for the Fab Five. So, next year probably be a little down year uh, compared to you know last year we had Duncan and Kobe and those yeah, guys and, and Garnett. That was a massive one. Then we had this year, which was you know Paul Pierce, Bosch, and those guys. Um, but two years from now, Dirk, Dwayne Wade. That's huge. One, one, I just hate that Dwayne Wade's going in that day. Give, oh, it's so frustrating. But when you think about it from Dirk and think about all the people that's going to be there, I'm like legit could get emotional if I really start thinking about just the celebration of Dirk, what the Mavericks are going to do for that, what the NBA is going to do for that, all of the different videos and everything made for Dirk, uh, rightfully so that year. Who do we think is going to present Dirk? Mm. Tony, by the way, Tony Parker eligible for that year as well. So oh, he'll be, probably get in, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, I think if you ever yes, ask, come probably, on, come on. Chris Webber's making it. Tony Kukoc is making it. Chris, Tony Parker's making it. If you ever ask, probably that means yes. If someone's getting <laughs> yeah, it, right. who will present Dirk? There's a couple of interesting ones. Tony Romo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mavs legend. Tony one time, Romo. Yeah, one time teammate. <laughs> well, I think uh, you look at the his, night. You know, his last night when he brought when they brought 
the his like favorite people there to mid court. Yeah, true. Yeah. You know, will one of those guys do it? Will, so will it was, Barkley? It was, yeah, it was Charles Barkley. It was Larry Bird. It was Pippen. Scotty Pippen, and it was Detlef. Detlef Shrimp. Yeah. Feels like uh, there was one more that I'm forgetting um, off the top of my head. Um, but like I, I mean, I could see Barkley. Barkley's all always spoke super high of him <laughs> he's uh he's presented three people at this hall of fame so did he really yeah he huh. present he presented jay wright he presented uh bill russell as a coach and he presented uh cotton fitzsimmons interesting sneaky one mark steve, cuban steve nash you think mark cuban wouldn't do it no i think it has to be someone who's in oh i could be i could be i could be wrong though no, you're totally right. It is. I think so, but <laughs> Cuban could be in. Cuban could have. I don't think. I don't think. No, no, Cuban you're right, could you're have right, his, right. have an NBA bust and uh, just himself. Um, yeah, could Miller, Steve Nash? Really, Steve Nash is pretty good. I don't think Steve Nash is in is, yet. Is he? Yeah, he just made it a year or so ago. Steve Isn't Nash that, would be would be what? a great one. That actually is probably the leader in the clubhouse for me. So far. see, yeah. I wonder. I wonder if he'll do the Steve Nash route. I wonder if it'll be somebody like older. Um, Who's players that? I mean, Larry Bird, right? Like, can we just? Yeah. He, he was there. I want to say Barkley it's going to be sense. like Bird or Barkley. Barkley makes sense because he has that whole story about before that you know before Dirk made it in the NBA yeah. and he put like forty on him or whatever. Yeah. He had that whole story. He talked about Auburn and trying to get him trying to recruit him and pay him money to go to Auburn. Don, Don Nelson. Don Nelson is, is an interesting one, but I don't think it's going to be him. Uh, either way, man, I, I can't wait. His speech is going to be amazing. You know, he's going to like make fun of himself. He's probably gonna be like, Oh, they're letting anyone in now. You know, he's, <laughs> he's going to say some fun stuff and, you know, and then, you know, it's going to be Dwayne Wade falling down and get back up again. And, uh, what about Jason Kidd? <laughs> I'm. Let's be. Um, they were teammates. They won the title together. Kidd's been in the hall. Kidd is in the hall of fame, and Dirk just picked him to be the coach of the Mavericks. So they're close. I don't think so. Okay, I'm just throwing <laughs> it out there as an option. I think I would pick. I think I would pick Steve Nash over over Kidd. They have yeah. way more like party hours together, right? Like they've logged more hours. <laughs> is Luca in attendance? Recreational. Oh yeah, everyone. This is this will be an all hands on deck experience, and that's very correct. Because if if Isaiah Stewart is in attendance for Ben Ben <laughs> Wallace's induction, well, that's like you know, is Larry Marketing going to be there for for Dirks? <laughs> I mean, is he a Mav yet? He or? should be. He should be in there. But you know, Cuban's going to bring out all the stops for that. You know, yeah. Well, I, I mean, we could do like prop bets right now. Will, will Dirk have a statue before? Yeah, let's. I was going to say, let's do that. Then. Will his jersey be retired before then? Will the oh, statue? Oh yeah, that's happening. Yeah. So. Will the statue be up before then? These are big questions. Yeah, I think all of that happens fairly before. Quick. Yeah, before. Okay. So, interesting. It'll be, there- it'll be a lot of fun. There you go. That's the Hall of Fame. That's what we think. Tony Kukoc thing is interesting. Talking about comparing him to Luca, the Dirk thing. Who's going to present Dirk? Big questions we got for the next couple of years. And uh, we'll still be doing this podcast probably by the time we get to there. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly 
an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.